As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to episode 95, brought to you by the Health, Hope, and Inspiration podcast, Songfinch, and Church Home. To subscribe to Health, Hope, and Inspiration and get three free downloads, go to hhidownload.com. For $20 off a song from scratch at songfinch.com, use the code LOVELY at checkout. And to join the free Church Home Global app, just text CULTIVATE to 555-888. Welcome to Cultivating the Lovely. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa. You can find out more about the podcast at cultivatingthelovely.com in our Yellow Brick Road membership community at patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely and in our Facebook group. I would also love to connect with you on Instagram where you can find me at Mackenzie Coppa. That's M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E-K-O-P-P-A. Welcome to the Christmas episode, ladies. I am so excited for today's episode because I had so much fun recording it. It is with my good friend, Katie Deckett. She is back, you guys. And this is one of those, what are we reading? What are we watching? How are we being festive kinds of episodes? And we had just a blast recording it. So I hope you guys will really enjoy listening to it. But before we jump into that episode, I do want to tell you about some really fun stuff that's going on around the Cultivating the Lovely community. You guys, we are gearing up for 2019 in Patreon. Now, I know you hear me talk about Patreon all the time, but things are getting really exciting because we're making some changes and we're adding some things in for the new year. One thing that a lot of women were saying they wanted more of was real accountability and community to be fostered more within that group. So with that in mind, we are creating cultivating groups. Now, these are going to be groups of five to seven women who are in the $10 or $15 levels on Patreon. The group commitment will be for one quarter of the year, and then we will open again for re-enrollment. But during that time, you will get to partner with these other women through the Marco Polo app and help keep each other accountable and provide encouragement and community to each other all around the challenges and Bible studies and everything that we are going to be offering in Cultivating the Lovely this year. We've been doing some serious brainstorming and planning lately, and we are so excited to be revealing everything that we are going to be doing over there. We will still have our What Ingrid and Fiona Like podcast and our thoughts on the interview posts, but we've got all these other ways that we are going to be doing challenges challenges and really helping each other to find joy and hope in 2019. Plus, we're going to be walking through a lot of planning, prepping, self-care, and all that kind of thing, all meant to help you to get a gracious handle on your life so that you can be living it well and fulfilled, even when there's a lot of chaos around you. It's going to be such a good year. I'm so excited, and I want you to join us. 
So if you want to become part of a cultivating group that will help you with the goals that you set for your 2019 to actually be accountable to them and be moving forward with your year, then you're going to want to come over to patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely, become a member at the we're off to see the wizard or ruby slippers levels. And that way you can fill out the Google questionnaire that will give us all the answers we need to put you into a group that will be a great fit for you. But be sure you do it soon because enrollment for the first quarter cultivating groups is going to close on January 4th. But we're actually hoping to get everyone assigned to a group much earlier than that. So head on over quick because it's going to close. Also, you guys, one big thing that a lot of people have been asking for in the Patreon community is more live shows again. I mean, that's really the basis of how Cultivating the Lovely got started in the first place. For those of you who remember our Periscope days... Starting in 2019, we are going to have live shows at least every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So if you want to be a part of those, it's a great way to fire up your day and really stay on top of the lovelies that you're wanting to have in your life. You're going to want to come join us. So find it again at patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely. Maybe it could be the Christmas gift that you asked for from someone or a little New Year's treat to yourself to help you have an amazing 2019. Let's stop just getting by in life. Let's cultivate some lovely. And speaking of lovely, you guys, I've got the loveliest on here with me today, Katie Duckett. So let's jump right into the conversation. Katie, you're back on the show. I sure am. Here I am. I'm so excited to have you because I know that I can just kind of sit back and know that I'm going to just have a fun conversation and I don't have to think too terribly much. Oh, good. I'm glad I don't make you think. Yes. Well, and you guys, all of you listening, it's, you know, the week before Christmas, nobody wants to think hard anymore. We don't want to talk about like any amazing things we're trying to change in our life. That comes next week. So <laughs> Exactly. This is the post week where you eat Christmas cookies, yes. watch all the movies, and you don't think about it. Yes. Now, next week, it's a totally different story. We're preparing for New Year's. We're going to be doing all our resolutions and getting on our game. But this week, we just get to talk about fun things, and we actually put some questions out on Instagram. Well, I asked, like, do you guys have things you would want to ask us about Christmas? So we'll probably hit on a few of those things. We won't hit on all of them, though. So if you want the rest of those answers, I'm going to be doing the rest of those answers with my other friend, Rebecca, over on the What Ingrid and Fiona Like podcast in the Patreon group, which you can find at patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely. So you'll get to have even more of these kind of fun Christmassy conversations over there. But for now, we're going to start right here with me and Katie. You guys have heard Katie on the show before. She partners with me in a lot of what we do for the same page podcast. So you can find all her stuff in the Patreon group as well. But we're just going to talk about some fun Christmassy things like what we're reading, what we're watching, doing that's festive and Katie just said like do you want my real answers or my (laughs) my like something different I was like is it ridiculously sweet and what'd you say I said yeah I was like good then I'll balance it out because Mine's not. I almost roll my eyes at what I'm reading. That's how ridiculously (laughs) sweet some of it is. But it is my, it's like my comfort food before I fall asleep. Like, I don't want to think. I don't want something that's going to be like any kind of sensational thing that I won't be able to go to sleep. Like, it can't be scary or, you know, it just has to be like (laughs) whatever this is. That's where I am. (laughs) All right. We'll take it. So, would you like to go? What are you reading? 
this okay. holiday season. So I literally just grabbed these off of my nightstand. So it's honest. Um, I finished. I'd rather be reading by Ann Bogle. Oh, I I have it. Oh. I even have the audio version, and I still haven't done it. That was so fun because it's just the, the the chapters are just little snippets. Yeah, and you're, it's like you're talking to another fellow book lover, and yes. it just was just right. I just I really enjoyed it. Do you listen to her podcast? Uh, when I can catch it, okay. I love her podcast, and I yeah, always like fill up my library hold cart every yes. time I listen, which I just love that. I love her recommendations. I often check her website if I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm what I'm going to read next. I'll See, you know what? Though so she has really caused some problems for me this year <laughs> because she sends out this little email every morning saying what's on sale on Amazon Kindle. Oh. And when you're like, oh, well, I don't buy that much for myself, and these books are only $2, sure, I'll buy that. And then, <laughs> do you know how many books you end up with by the end of the year? So many. <laughs> oh, my word. Overwhelming. I, I, this, I will talk care about this a little bit more later, maybe, but I literally went through and just started cataloging into my Goodreads this week, like, well, I should read all these books <laughs> that I've purchased. I don't even remember what I've gotten. I can't even say the number. It's ridiculous, but <laughs> just know that I have a lot of reading to do in 2019. That's next week. That's resolutions. Yes. Don't even worry about okay. it right now. I won't even talk about it. Yeah, you don't even have to think about it yet. <laughs> I, but I actually, it has been fun for me to like organize them in that way. But yes, it is. That is a resolution thing. We'll hit yeah. on that next week. But yes, yeah. the, yeah. all that to say, there's a lot. There's a lot of books. <laughs> <laughs> and then, do you know how many books I got for the podcast in the mail this week? Oh, I I don't know about this week, but I know typically you get tons. Okay, but in this one week, oh gosh, five. Oh my word. <laughs> and one they sent me two copies of, and it arrived the same day. I was like, <laughs> how? How did you manage to do this? A double, a did double dose. They really no mean one it. Noticed. Yes. So... <laughs> That was like a little, a little slightly overwhelming where I'm yeah. looking at because and that's in addition to like the five I've already received and I have a few more coming and they're all like January interviews. <laughs> so like, oh, my gosh. I just want to read for enjoyment. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry about that because you do like that's just my favorite part of um like holiday indulgence or even summer indulgence it's just picking up a book that means nothing you're not going to have some critical conversation about it um you're not expecting it to go but you can just lose yourself a little bit in the pages and enjoy it like I just want story because so many of the it's nonfiction, you know and sometimes that just gets really (laughs) You're just over all the nonfiction and you just Mm -hmm. want a good story. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be better about like balance. Yeah. Cause I, I really enjoy reading, but if it's just nonfiction, then I, I get burned out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, but tell me your titles. Okay. So then, um, I've really gotten into a Wallace Stegner kick in the last couple of months. I don't know if you've read anything Uh -uh. by him crossing to safety or angle of repose he wrote almost a hundred years ago and um 
so the one that I just finished is called Remembering Laughter, which I took this book on a little trip a couple weeks ago with my sisters. And my sister picked it up and flipped it over on the bed. And she's like, Remembering Laughter? What kind of a name is that? Like, do you think you're going to have a good time in that book? Like, yeah. Why did you even pick that up? I know, I know, but there, the, like, even in the, the, the hard times in a sweet little novella, I think this is not even a novel, it's a little novella, okay. um, even in the grief and the set, like, it's, there's still sort of this romantic quality to it, so I don't mind if it's sad, I don't mind yeah. if it's tragic, I just kind of want to lose myself in the story, so it didn't disappoint, <laughs> there was yeah. not a lot of laughter <laughs> <laughs> It was largely a tragedy, but I really enjoyed it. It was great. Good. And then I'm, I also love to read Elizabeth Gouge. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar. I've heard with... you talk about her. I um I love her stuff. She's English, and it's almost <laughs> you just know it's gonna wrap up well, no matter where the story goes. And the characters are so lovable, and so I, that's what I need, man. Yeah. It's yeah. a nice little departure, uh, even from America. <laughs> You're a hundred years ago in England, and yeah, I really enjoy them. So I have um, I have several Elizabeth Gouge books on my nightstand. I have Jane Eyre, okay. and which um, is not the same thing, right? No, I mean... <laughs> she's always in my rotation for like. I mean, what if I finish a book and I'm not tired yet? Then I just ah. kind of. Air, or I pick up one of the Anna Green Gables, which are always on my nightstand okay. too. So, so you're saying so- that Jane Eyre is sure to put you to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Well, that's what it sounds like I'm saying, but that's not exactly what I mean. I just okay. it's it's a it's a um a familiar yes. read. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other one I want to mention is Hallelujah by Cindy Rollins. She put out this devotion. Oh, yeah. It's an Advent devotion she put out last year, and I read that one um, in the mornings. But okay. um, I, you're going to ask me what I'm listening to. I think is that coming? No, Maybe wait, tell me, tell me. <laughs> I didn't Friday even have that. And tell you that after the day after Thanksgiving, I obsessively listen to Handel's Messiah until it culminates with the performance, which is this Saturday, yes. um, at at a local church. My mom and my sister are in the choir. My mom holds my grandmother's score, and my sister holds my great grandmother's score. Wow. Both of them, the lead sopranist in the Messiah performance, and so it just has so much significance to me, just from my family alone. But then, even just, I mean, it's straight scripture being sung, yeah. and I cannot get enough of it. So I'm obsessively listening to that um, every spare moment of quiet time, or. Um, when I go on a walk, <laughs> I'm listening to the Messiah and I'm weeping and I'm enjoying <laughs> it so thoroughly. But Cindy Rollins' devotion is lovely because it takes each movement of the Messiah and it breaks it down um, with so much depth um, of how it was written. Like Handel not only wrote the beautiful score of the music, but he tied in the verbiage to the to the notes like mm. when it says a jagged road like it's up and down and jagged 
and then become smooth and all the voices become smooth literally. So it's, mm-hmm. I hadn't ever listened to it with that kind of significance and it yeah. changed me. Um, it, I mean, it's, it's so brilliant and so beautiful. So yeah, okay, that's what I'm reading. Slash especially listening. when it's something that's so personally tied to you to then get to go even deeper with it. It's super fun. Yes. Yes. I love that. Ladies, one of our sponsors today deals with a sensitive topic, especially during the holidays, but they also offer hope. Because as of today, over 100,000 people have discovered health, hope, and inspiration. The weekly podcast specifically designed for people of faith who are living with cancer. If you or someone you love has received a cancer diagnosis, health, hope, and inspiration will potentially help you find strength and answer your questions about cancer prevention, treatment, and overall healthy living. Every program is filled with information and interviews that will encourage your heart, educate your mind, strengthen your body, build your faith, and give you hope. You will meet people who put their trust in God as they fought their battle with cancer. You will also find links to helpful resources that will guide you on this difficult journey. Visit hhidownload.com today to subscribe to Health, Hope, and Inspiration, and you will receive three free downloads, cancer-fighting recipes, reducing your risk for cancer, and four things every cancer patient must do. That is hhidownload.com. So I will be saturated by Saturday. I probably won't listen to it again until next November. <laughs> I sort of overdo it, but got my fill. Capped <laughs> it off. Can't... Had the finale. Yeah, now we're good. Uh, and my poor sons—they're like, "Oh, mom, <laughs> I bet. is it almost?" I mean, they do enjoy it, but I, I overdo it, and That's I, so funny. I acknowledge that. I'm not hiding that. <laughs> I had an experience like that with one of my sons recently where I said something. He was saying, my favorite song is this and that and that. I said, what about Hamilton? He said, no, mom. And I said, wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we listen to it every single day. <laughs> he was like, uh-huh, yes, I know, mom. Like, oh, I thought you were enjoying it as much as I was. <laughs> Dang it. Turns out you killed it. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. It happens. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They need caught- to find a new evening playlist, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Not exactly. I was creating tradition and culture, but apparently I'm just annoying all of them. <laughs> well, you can do what I do and just do it seasonally and, and there kill it. There you go. You'll have three other seasons to kind of regroup. Well, it was really funny because then all the kids started talking about well, I said, well, when did we start listening to Hamilton? And they were like, well, back when we took that road trip in the summer of 2017. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. We've you had some never... interludes of the greatest showman, guys. Come on. <laughs> oh, our poor kids. <laughs> we're going to do them in. Yep. Yep. I'm convinced, though, someday they will look back on these memories with fondness. Oh, you know they will. Yes. Of course they will. Yeah, they just have to live through it now. Yeah, you, they'll be telling their old kids, well, you should hear about the time that my mom played Hamilton for a year and a half straight as she was trying to get through a divorce. Oh. Anyway, I could go on, but I won't. So, are you reading anything else? I mean, not really. I think okay. I covered everything right. on, my, on my, yeah, you tell us. List. It's not like yours. Mine is not like yours at all. I started 
it's not well I did I listened to the whole thing of it's not supposed to be this way by oh, yeah. Lisa Turkhurst and I really enjoyed it I actually I got the audiobook a lot of times I'll do that if the book is already out and I'm planning on having the person on the show it turns out that she probably isn't going to be on the show now because her schedule got too full or something I don't know anyway I don't know if I would have picked the book up for sure otherwise even though is you know kind of similar themes to what I've been dealing with um but I'm glad I did listen to it even though her circumstances are very different her ending is very different um it was good to listen to and she had a lot of great scripture for being in the trenches and good reminders of like even when it feels like God's not there he is and so that was a good I would listen to it in the morning while I was doing my makeup so that was a good one and it was my 30th book of the year. Wow. So I was really glad that I hit that mark. I might hit 35 by the end of the year, though. So that would be... Yeah, you might. <laughs> I really might. <laughs> I can hit 45 at this rate. Um, I'm also Now I'm listening to The Wondering Years by Knox McCoy, which if you guys follow me on Instagram, you've probably heard me talk about. It's hilarious. Like, rolling on the floor crying hilarious it's about him growing up in the church in the 80s and 90s and so there's so many things that I can relate to having grown up in the church in the 80s and 90s that are just like when the way he describes them though is so spot on and it I can't even do justice to it you guys I mean there are some things in there that you want to be like don't be too sensitive if you're going to be listening to this book if you're familiar with his podcast, like on the Popcast or the Bible Binge, you know, it's very much in that vein. But he does this whole segment where he was trying to come to grips in his childhood of the story of Abraham and Isaac and how God had called him to, you know, sacrifice him and this whole thing. And he then he started questioning whether or not his parents would sacrifice him or his sister. <laughs> and he said, you know, like, I knew my dad didn't have it in him. Like, he wouldn't do it. But cut to scene. Mom in bedroom, on the floor, praying next to the bed. Um, God, do you need me to sacrifice my daughter? <laughs> and, and she has this whole conversation back and forth with God where he's like, no, I'm pretty sure I'm good. And she's like, you sure we don't need any of that old time religion <laughs> coming back? And he's like, I'm kind of getting the sense that you just want to sacrifice your daughter. And she's like, what? No. Never. And Roman happened to be in the car listening to it with me, and we both just died. (laughs) It was so funny. And so it's just those kinds of things, like all the way throughout this book, on how he was kind of coming to grips with God and. You know, things like how he was on this mission to figure out who the Antichrist was when he was younger. He had it narrowed down to, like, all these people that it could potentially be. (laughs) And, like, what the likelihood is now compared to then when he first put them on the list. It's like Tiger Woods. Like, all these people. And, oh, my gosh. It's just Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I mean, Oh, my goodness. It's so funny. funny. Yeah. It's just so good. So... We're having a lot of fun. I don't have my kids listen to everything, but there are parts that I will show Roman because I know he will just get a kick out of. Yeah. So that's been a lot of fun to listen to. And then I'm reading Crazy Rich Asians because I wanted to see the movie. And so I always like to read the book first. So I'm almost done with that one. 
And then I just started reading Placemaker by Christy Purifoy because she's going to be coming on the podcast. So I'm just newly into that one. And then I'm reading the second book in the, oh gosh, I'm going to sound like such an idiot now. I should really know what these are. Like you guys, you don't even understand how much I should know what the trilogy of these books are called. Um, Big Sky, okay. Big Sky, okay. the okay. Big Sky series by Trisha Goyer. So okay. I am in the second book. This is a big hint for anyone who's really been following me for very long at all. You guys, big hint. But I'm reading the second book right now called Along Wooded Paths. And so it's like this Amish series mm-hmm. in set in Montana. Mm-hmm. And it's... The first book caught me very off guard. By the end of the book, it like was addressing a lot of the issues that I kind of have been dealing with in the last year of really like finding my worth in God, not what people think of me and like specific people, you know, not people mm-hmm. in general. I don't usually mm-hmm. have trouble with that, but specific people. And so it that like caught me off guard and was much more personal than I thought it would be. And so I was very excited to pick up the second book and I'm really enjoying it so far. So, mm, okay. That's my list. Okay. Those are some good ones. Yeah. And if anybody's just looking for like a fun, lighthearted Christmas read, I do, I did want to mention Robin Jones guns, finding father Christmas series is really oh, okay. good really good and a little bit edgier than I feel like she normally writes in some places but I I read those maybe three years ago and ended up binge reading all three of them and really enjoyed them so if you're just wanting like a light-hearted Christmas read this season those are good ones to turn to okay I just put that on my library holds yeah they're very okay. cute and they're novellas so they're not too long and then you can go watch the Hallmark movies also <laughs> if you really want to fill it out. <laughs> Get you well covered. Speaking of watching, look at my transitions, man. Look at you. Speaking of watching, what are you watching these days, Miss Katie? Well, okay, so this is going to tell you a lot about me. Um, obsessively watch- What? What did you say? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I go back and forth between Hallmark and football. (laughs) So bizarre. I don't know if that is a common thing or that is, like, it's really unique to me. But um, I love college football, and I have some teams I really, um, really, really follow. Like, slaying my weekend around. You guys, and then she, when she mentions it to me, she mentions it as though I have any idea (laughs) what she's speaking about. She just generally says, well, you know the game. Like, what what sport is this that you're talking about? I don't know. Are you playing a card game? What What is going on? What is happening? Monopoly? Yeah. Like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Well, football. Yeah. Yes. I, I watch a lot of football. And then, you know, there's always halftime and in between games. And so then I watch Hallmark Channel <laughs> back and forth. And what I discovered this year that I'm loving is Hallmark Channel's um, Countdown to Christmas app. Yes. And so I have that app, and I I mark down the ones that I have, and it's it's just kind of fun, you know, the yeah. ones that I've seen. Um, and I, yeah, so I, yeah. I feel like I've gotten a pretty good 
basis of their Christmas movies. I've, it's never been something that's competitive before until the app. <laughs> yes. And now, like, I really want to get to 21. There's 21. And so I'm on 17. So hopefully this next week, I'll, you know, I'll have some pockets of time where I can catch yeah. some more home movies. Well, you want to <laughs> hear my beef with Hallmark? Yes. Ladies, this week we've got Songfinch back as a sponsor. If you don't know what Songfinch is, I've talked about them before because I'm a huge fan, but Songfinch is a personalized gifting company that brings stories, feelings, and memories to life through one-of-a-kind songs. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but they are amazing. They have all different genres. In fact, they have a songwriting community of 300-plus professional musicians, and it's growing every day. The genre that we picked for our song when we had it done last year was hip-hop because I knew that my kids would jive with that and it would really become something special to them, and it absolutely has. The song still brings me to tears to this day, and I felt like I didn't even really give them that much information, so the fact that our songwriter was able to create the song that he did just blows my mind every time I hear it. The personalized songs start at $99 and are delivered within only seven days. Your song lives on a personal URL called your story homepage where you can listen and download the song, read the lyrics, learn about your songwriter, and share your song. It's a perfect gift for the person you just don't know what to buy for or someone you really want to give something pretty special and intimate to, but it can also just be a super fun gift for a friend. You could use these songs for weddings, anniversaries, birthdays, newborns, holidays, all kinds of different reasons to get a song. And since you're a listener of Cultivating the Lovely, you can go to songfinch.com and use the promo code LOVELY for $20 off your personalized song from scratch. So head on over there, get a song from scratch for your loved one, and use the code LOVELY for $20 off. Songfinch.com. My mom and I decided to get the Hallmark app, like the little subscription app, so that we could watch this year's holiday Hallmark viewing because that was the thing my mom or my parents got rid of their cable this year. So we only had like Hulu, Netflix, that kind of thing. So we decided just for the holiday season, we're going to do this holiday or the Hallmark app. Um, yeah, they don't put any current movies on the app. Oh. I was like, what am I paying for? What? Like, are you kidding me? I can only access movies from 2016? What? The, this was This was how you advertised this to me, so that I could watch this year's I Want to See a Shoe Addict's Christmas with Candace Cameron. Oh, but, and it's good. And oh. it's really good. Shoot. And it's her shoes. It's her shoes. And when you see those shoes and you know they're her shoes, I had a whole new respect for her right? shoe, for her closet. I was just like, whoa. Like, I might notice those shoes. I might try those shoes on. But I can't imagine buying them because you have <laughs> to build a whole outfit around the shoes. And like, yeah. what? How? When? When do you actually wear them? But yeah. she has a closet full of that kind of shoes. It was really yeah. fun. So that was a little frustrating because I would love to be watching the Hallmark movies, but I've had to set settle for the few Hallmark esque movies they have on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been relegated to the Princess Switch and a Prince for Christmas, and that's about okay. It. Yeah, is that good? Um, as cheesy as you want them to be. <laughs> okay. So I had a whole broken down discussion about this on what Ingrid and Fiona like this past week with Rebecca because apparently she's never seen a Hallmark movie which was shocking right and so I ran her through I was like well there's like the Prince storyline there's the going back to my old hometown (laughs) storyline 
or there's the, you know, like the guy who you don't really think that you will like storyline, but ends up being the guy or the guy who, yeah. you know, his wife died and he has a kid and oh, you're there's gonna... always a widower. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's always these certain storylines, you know, I went totally. through all of them with her and she was like, wow. It but, is a little predictable, but it does vary. And there's and... something so satisfying about it, even though in the first five minutes, you know exactly what is going to happen. Yep. And you know who the main characters are, you yep. know who's going to fall in love. And yep. you can't always predict what, because there's always that climax point where something goes wrong. I can't yeah. always predict what that's going to be in the beginning, but um yeah or the there's one there's good foreshadowing you know yes. it's coming <laughs> yes I was a little thrown off by the random one I watched from you know again it was probably from 2015 where the girl falls in love with a ghost who comes back to life for two weeks but then somehow was able to make himself come back to life permanently and marry her oh my no I haven't seen that one <laughs> that was interesting, interesting. yeah very interesting well um my eight-year-old uh, who ends up getting stuck watching a lot of the Hallmark movies. Um, he said, <laughs> I thought this was That's just funny. so classic. He's like, so when they meet, usually somebody has died, right? And I said, yeah, usually like the mom has died or, you know, there, there's a there's a dad and a daughter or there's some situation. He said, these movies would be so much better if they showed the death. <laughs> I was like, oh, you are not the audience. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Oh, my goodness. No, miss the boat on that one, buddy. Someone you missed the boat. Yeah. Well, or things that are just so unplausible, implausible. What would be the word there? Anyway, yeah. go with me here, people. I'm tired. It's been a long week. Um, but like in the princess switch, where both characters are played by Vanessa Hudgens, one with a British accent, but they're not related. They just happen to be identical so oh much so gosh. to the fact they can switch places and nobody knows <laughs> but okay i'm buying it i'm in i'm in netflix yeah. just take me where you want to take me <laughs> you cannot ask big questions no you cannot see flaws no. all right i'm buying it let's go <laughs> so yep but other than that, I do have to say, I haven't got to watch it yet, but I maybe tonight, maybe tonight will be the night I'm going to sit down and watch The Holiday with a big bowl of ice cream. It's my favorite yes. Christmas movie. What kind of ice cream? We did go get Cold Stone with my parents oh, okay. tonight. So I'll have what Cold kind? Stone. I get sweet cream with raspberries, chocolate chips, and Oreo pie crust. Hey, no, yep. that's not bad. Yeah, that's a good that's one. That's a good mix. Yeah. So I might just do that tonight. I'm looking oh, forward to it. I have, I'm about halfway through Dumplin'. Have you seen? I don't know that one. Mm -mm. You don't have Netflix anymore, do you? Nope. Okay. Well, I'm it's, missing out. You are. It's a Jennifer Aniston movie about Ooh. her daughter who is a bigger girl. and But Jennifer Aniston is like an ex-pageant queen and still runs the hometown pageant. And then her <laughs> daughter decides to run. And so it is very cute and sweet so far, though. I'm really liking it. So I got to finish that one this weekend. I like everything you're saying. That sounds yeah. fantastic. And it's got Dolly Parton music in it, oh. set in the South. I mean, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's everything you want it to be. Yes. So I will hopefully finish that one this weekend. Of course, Fuller House came out today, season four. Praise the Lord. And um, 
my three-year-old has already watched much of it or it played throughout the day and she would come in and out so I would get like a gist of what was going on while I was editing so that I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Fuller House happening there must be yeah yeah and this is going to be a really controversial one but you guys just bear with me I'm going through a divorce Marvel the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season two came out on Netflix Mm -hmm. and she's like getting a divorce in the 50s and she's very spunky and she's a comedian and I really enjoyed season one because like she moves in with her parents and her parents are getting annoyed with her and the kids and everything so there's a little bit of camaraderie there Mm -hmm. with Midge even though yes (laughs) I actually named my journal Midge this year like Midge you get me but um so yeah I will be starting to watch more of that over the next couple of weeks for sure so I I think Mackenzie is like the modern equivalent of Mitch right I mean I I could see that that. the evolution yeah I love that yep I'll take it all day long except for I don't have the mouth quite the mouth that she does but you know I do like to be funny so I'll take it okay now, on to a much more serious question. How are you okay. being festive this year, Katie? Festive, huh? Other than playing Candles and Saya obsessively? I know, it's just, it's like, ridiculous. Festive. And then, like, yeah. I, maybe I should go first, because you're okay, going to... Well, yeah, you go first. You go first, but I don't think everything I have to say is going to be um, mm-hmm. maybe what you're anticipating. But you go, you go first. Okay, well, considering I already know some of what you've been doing and it sure as heck not what I've been doing this is cultivating the lovely folks where I bought boxed gingerbread houses for my yes. children that yes. I I may have sounded like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel a little bit while I was trying to put those suckers together so um we did that and then One of my children refused to go, being in a bad mood. But three of my children I took to see the gingerbread competition that we've been trying to go see for, like, the last five years. Downtown. Yes, but it was over. Oh, no. No. We we got to see the houses, but they weren't making them anymore. And we really wanted to see how they were doing things. But regardless, they were very cool. We were there for about three minutes <laughs> and then we voted and we left which at least I didn't have to pay for parking but um yeah not quite I thought it was going to be like a big to-do of you know being there for a while but it wasn't but whatever so <laughs> we voted they were very cool I mean they had like the Campbell house you guys this part is where I'm going to totally lose you but I want to tell Katie because she's local to me and she'll think it's cool Mm-hmm. They had the Campbell House. They had the Washington Water Power Building. They had the Hutton Building. They had um, the Garbage Eating Goat. In gingerbread? In gingerbread. Life size. It was a, as big as the what? real one. Yes. And, That's crazy. Yeah. And they had um, the the cobblestone little tower, the Vista House. Yeah. Yeah. So they had all of those done in gingerbread, and they were all done very well. So, yeah. So that was fun to see. 
but and they were like I mean these houses were probably four feet across the buildings you know I mean they were they were substantial they they even said like how much they each weighed hundreds of pounds so that was kind of fun to see like all of that but yeah we were there for you know three to five minutes and then (laughs) we really took it in we left (laughs) quickly and then I did say hey guys they've they did the crescent windows at the Grand Hotel downtown. And they, you know, like those old Christmassy windows yes, that, yes. you know, department stores used to have. Well, they've done them in our city. And I was like, let's go look at them. And again, my, you know, Scrooge of a kid was like, I don't want to see him. I was like, shut your eyes. We're going anyway. <laughs> so he was at the back of the car screaming most of the time <laughs> while I was like, there they are, guys. And that took about 30 seconds to drive by <laughs> so that's how festive we are everybody oh but you know okay so this ties in with what I was gonna say but you did these things in like if you do these things every year and they always take three minutes or less and you're yeah. thinking this is why am I bothering like why am I even doing it we're not even here long does this really make a difference but kids in their memory when they remember back they don't remember that it True. was three minutes they're going to remember the tradition they're going to remember the warm feeling they had they're going to just in- take it in and enjoy it you're putting yes. out the effort and their memories will take off with it ladies, we're going to take a quick minute to talk about church home. You know, we're always seeing headlines about tech. Is it helping us or hurting us? That kind of thing. The fact is, it can do both. On our phones, we can be connected to anyone, anywhere. But how do you actually find meaningful, positive connections and tune out all the negative noise? One of the ways I'm doing it is with the new Church Home Global app. What I love about Church Home is that it's not about excluding people. It's not about being perfect. It's about being together where everyone is welcome. Church Home was started 25 years ago with the belief that church isn't so much about the place, but about the people. That's the thinking behind their new Church Home Global app, where you can connect with people all around the world, have honest discussions, and create meaningful relationships all from your phone. With Church Home Global, you always have access to a positive space and strong community of people. One of my favorite features about the app is if there's a Sunday that I'm not able to actually get to church, I can attend church on the Church Home Global app, but it doesn't have to be a solitary experience. I can actually go into the app and meet people in the lobby chat room before the church service starts. In some ways, I'm connecting more with those people than I even usually do in the meet and greet at real church. I've been able to start some really meaningful discussions with those people that carry me throughout the week. They have so many other features and Bible studies and ways to connect. I bet you will find one too. So join me today on the Church Home Global app. Download the free Church Home Global app available on the App Store or Google Play. Or text CULTIVATE to 555-888. That's Church Home, C-H-U-R-C-H-O-M-E, GLOBAL, available on the App Store or Google Play. Or text CULTIVATE to 555-888. Well, and we do, like, we decorate gingerbread houses every year. That is our thing. I used to buy the built ones when I could afford it. <laughs> but, yeah. you know. But we that was something that was kind of like, well, regardless, I want to do it, even though my mom wants to throw them away immediately and, you know, because she doesn't <laughs> want them in her house. Like, oh, once we someday have a house, then we'll put these out. I did get the question this week. So what would happen if we never, ever got a house? It's like, you guys, we can't think that way. You've got to pretend that someday this will not be our living situation. 
But so we did do that. And I've got to say, my almost four-year-old was like night and day different being a she could decorate her own house this year oh i want to see it well it's mostly dismantled by now but she could do it and she had her little bags i mean she may have been sucking on the bags a little bit and whatever but she did it i didn't have to do it for her which it was like once at least i got everything built then everybody was like quiet for a good 45 minutes (laughs) And my mom even came downstairs and was like, what is happening? Everyone is quiet. I was like, I I know, right? They're all... Christmas miracle. Yeah, it was amazing. So that was... That felt like a little bit of victory that everybody did their thing. Emerson put more frosting on a gingerbread house than I thought was even possible. She is (laughs) not a minimalist, to say the least, (laughs) in any area of her life. But yeah, they were all very much fit them. So that was fun. Oh, their personality came out. Yeah. Except at the end when every year the boys go, now you got to pick a winner and don't say everybody Ugh. tied. And it was like, I, it, you know the answer to this question. This, yeah. This is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> now the magic is gone. Go yeah, away. Exactly. You made it a competition. Yeah. And- boys yes they always Which, make everything and i don't even know that it's the boys because they probably get it very honestly from me <laughs> <But> <laughs> whatever so that was that all right now let's let's all strap on for the actual oh. lovely from one of the original people who inspired this podcast oh goodness that is so much pressure and i'm gonna let you all down and say no that you're not because I... I know i know what well, you've done Well, um, I would say all all sorts of years leading into this year, I feel so much pressure in that Advent season. I feel like there are whole curriculums that come out. There's, um, there's the, the candles, there are, there's the baking, there's all these different facets and I love all of it and I want to do all of it. And what I really started to reflect on, I think I started this maybe last year, but if I'm going to add something in for Advent, I'm also taking something off. Yeah. And I had to just truly like just hold my schedule in balance and say like, what is the most important thing here? Do we just take school off? Do we take school yeah. off? In the yeah. of December? Because in order to do all these things that I want to do, there's no way we can fit in. Yeah, a lot and- of people do. Mm-hmm. And so I've just had to wrestle with that. If I add anything, I take something off and it has to be tangible. Like I draw a line through it in my schedule. So that's kind of helped me because I love to do all of the beautiful festive. Yes. I want to do all those things, but it's not realistic. And it starts to stress me out because we're getting closer and closer to Christmas. and I haven't done this and this and this. And all these things are arbitrary add-ons that I think we need to do so that my kids have the kind of childhood they look back and they're like, Oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah. but really what they need is an engaged, uh, present mom who's not stressed out. So yes. I've just kind of have to come to that. Like what is most important to me? What fits my personality? What fits their personality? Us as a family? Like for instance, let me just tell you something I took off my list this year. And that is buying matching pajamas for our whole family. No, I love that. I love that tradition. I think it's really fun. I like the the family photo of it. I like kind of embarrassing my boys that they match. <laughs> but my husband does not like it. 
just <laughs> doesn't. My boys do not enjoy it. The only people who want to match are my daughter and me. <laughs> so did you buy them for you too? Yes. I and love I, it. Where it's going to stop. Like I just, I'm not going to continue with something that the rest of the world's doing that isn't really working for us. Yeah. So anyway, I just had to, I had to be ruthless with my editing of really, what are we going to do that makes the most sense in this season? So yeah. the things that I have ended up with are things that truly make me feel like I am present, invested, engaged, enjoying this time with my kids and that they're kind of reciprocating that. So yeah. what, what it's kind of boiled down to is, um, so there's always going to be music, candle, a festive candle, you know, the Bath and Body Works, mm-hmm. Fresh Balsam or Tis the Season or something is kind of constantly on. And I feel like that adds that that warm feeling I want them to have. And that's really simple. That's so easy just to make sure that those things are kind of happening. Mm-hmm. And when I start to feel that stress, lighting that candle, turning on the music, it just takes it away. Like, okay. We're good yeah. here. Where's the Hallmark movie? I need yeah. my <laughs> This is all yeah. silly. We just have to get, you know, get a little simpler. So the one thing that I really fought to keep on my schedule and removed other things for is, um, so one day a, a, during Advent season, I work with my boys. They develop a menu, and I like I like it when they have kind of a challenge in there. None of them really came up with anything that I felt like was outside of their box at all this year, other than um, one dessert, which I'll talk about. But um, so they kind of develop a menu and then they have to, um, (laughs) they have to convert the recipe. If it's just, you know, they might have to double or triple it and um, make them the grocery list. And then we go out, we get, coffee and hot chocolate and we go out shopping and it's kind of fun get the ingredients prep the meal they set the table and with like cloth napkins like actual napkins Mm -hmm. and then we invite their grandparents and they serve the meal they do the dishes including like sweeping and getting everything back the way it was before and then they read the devotion that night in public, in front of people, which is kind of like they sweat a little bit about that. Like they have to stand up. They actually have to have to do it, but, um, they do it. And it's, it's just a really fun thing that we've kind of established. And we just had one of them this week and, um, Mm -hmm. my son wanted to do, um, barbecue chicken pizza, barbecue chicken ranch, salad so a tossed salad with barbecue chicken or barbecue ranch and then for dessert he wanted to do creme brulee (laughs) yes i I did not i knew about the creme brulee i did not know that was the main dish that's hilarious and i tried to talk him out of it like why don't we try to make a french dish to me nope nope it's gonna be barbecue chicken (laughs) all right it's your night so we went with it and he got to use the the kitchen blowtorch and that was a major highlight and nothing burned down no hair or eyebrows were singed and it was so delicious it was really good so that's something that I've kind of built in that always happens in that advent season that's serious loveliness well I mean it's because I love food and I love cooking it works with our family I think if those if that sort of stuff stressed me out we would be something doing something completely else that might sound lovely but um but this just, it's taken me years to get to a place where I can let go of everything else to kind of bring in that stuff that actually works for us. So yeah, that's I so important. 
Yeah. And it feels really freeing. Like I'm actually enjoying myself doing this. They're enjoying it. That's what it's supposed to be about is, you know, just having that, that family time to really connect on what is most important and Mm -hmm. save time for that. So, um, that's really about it. It's pretty slim of, you know, outside of that. I try to keep his home as much as possible. We go see Christmas lights one night Mm -hmm. and I like, I like to, um, put twinkly lights in my car. That's something that, yeah, they kind of come to count on and um and I really love it the battery operated yes it really does something special to a car it, it, and when it, when it's gonna get dark at four there yeah. has to be um some bonus to that because yeah. otherwise it's just dark at four yeah <laughs> it's actually setting before four o'clock now oh it's awful yeah. it's awful it is yeah like, yeah where do we live Alaska I know, <laughs> I know. feels like it yeah but it's almost, it's about to start getting longer again. Yep. Hang yep. on to that hope. Yep. We'll start, we'll turn the corner here yes. soon and, and it's all daylight from there. Yes. We'll see. But that's, that's the amazing kind of lovely I'm talking about you guys that, yeah, it's just, oh. it's really something. But I do have to say, I, I have been feeling more and more throughout this year. And I just, I got to figure, I think I was writing this somewhere. Oh, I'm going to be talking on a podcast. That's where it was. <laughs> Not on my <laughs> podcast and somebody else's. But about how we as moms need to play to our strengths. Yeah. And I think there were a lot of years there where I was trying to do well what came naturally to other people. And kind of denying the things that came naturally to me. And they won't look the same. And some have this much more, you know, on the surface, just look more beautiful. But that doesn't invalidate that what I'm offering my kids isn't lovely in some way. Also, it's just different. Yeah. And so being able to say, okay, I am not good at that thing, so I don't have to take that on. Or we don't enjoy that. But how could I tweak it to make it something we enjoy mm-hmm. or getting rid of it completely or getting help with something that I'm not necessarily good at so that it can work better for our family and I can do the things that I am good at and will serve our family well. And I think yeah. that's an important thing even as we move into next week's podcast that people can be thinking about and even for the new year, like what are my strengths as a mom, mm-hmm. as a woman, as a whatever how can I play to those things so that I am thriving more in my life and not just constantly frustrated? Yep. And not reaching like a burnout with yes. all this stuff that never really even mattered. But we yeah. think, and we, in, in our society, they like, we live with Pinterest. We live with yeah. social media where we're seeing people's best. We're seeing those it's snapshots. It's very visual. Yeah. And it's hard not to feel like, oh, I'm just not providing the same thing for my child. But to slow it way down and take it take it to a smaller place and just think, but what my child needs is me yeah. engaged with them and making these memories, even if it doesn't look the way it's supposed to look, yeah. like getting a Christmas tree and it's a disaster, you know, yeah. or whatever it is, you're still putting out the effort to do what is important, what will refill you and fuel you up and not leave you feeling exhausted and burned out and not happy and nobody nobody needs that yes absolutely and I found that a lot of times even with the same page podcast is that I know there are a lot of moms who you know 
have tea time around the podcast or like it's a beautiful thing for us it is in the car that we're doing it and I can make my car you know more lovely to an extent but it also is just kind of a bare bones we're gonna listen thing Mm -hmm. and for me it's been very freeing because I this sounds terrible I have never been that person who really loves reading to my kids because they interrupt and I'm like doing my thing. I am reading this story to them, (laughs) you know, and they are ignoring me or they are distracted or they are asking questions or whatever. But when I am reading to them and it's pre-recorded, it's like, oh, now I can enjoy it with them. And I love listening to it with them and watching their reactions because I know what's coming and wondering if they'll catch the thing, same things that I caught when I was reading it. And it has become something that I do enjoy because I put in the effort to create it beforehand or even doing the things with them. Like it's, it's taken on a different way for us to connect than it traditionally yeah. would have looked like, but it's working. Yeah. You know? So it allows you to show up. And that's yeah. the most important thing is that we're all just showing up, whether it's around our table or in the car, or if it if it is a lovely scenario we've set or it isn't, we're showing up. Yeah. Yep. I love it. Well, I think that was a really fun show. Hopefully it gave people some ideas of some of it was, you know, holiday related. Some of it wasn't. But um, yeah, it's just some fun things that we're doing right now. And maybe gave you some last minute gift ideas if you're looking for a good book or (laughs) something to fill your watching hours or you know some haphazard traditions that you can start (laughs) I hope you guys really enjoyed it we'll have show notes as always and we will be back Katie will actually be back next week for a little snippet we will be doing on um, New Year's so Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Go be bold and Ladies, I hope you giggled at least half as much as we did in that episode because clearly we had a good time. And guess what? Katie is going to be back next week with a few of our other friends talking about wrapping up our 2018 and heading into 2019 in the best way we possibly can, which of course I think includes becoming a Patreon member because we're going to have so much fun over there and we're really going to be building a lot of community and helping each other reach our goals this year. So if you want to be part of that, again, remember to come over to patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely. You can find show notes for this episode by going to boldturquoise.com slash 095. And then also you might just want to hop over to iTunes and leave us a little rating and review. It's a huge free thing that you can do to really support this podcast. And we deeply, deeply appreciate it. And one last thing, you guys, I love connecting with you on Instagram. It is one of my favorite things. I try to be on Insta stories every day and I love hearing back from you guys. I love the conversations that happen from my ridiculous stories. So be sure to find me on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa. I would love to chat with you there. And if you happen to share out about the podcast on your own feed, I would love to share it out again. Thanks so much for all the support you guys have given me throughout this last year. I couldn't have done it without you. I hope you have the merriest of Christmases. And until next week, go be bold and Christmassy.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 